Welcome to the Florida College campus for Daily Chapel in Hutchinson Auditorium. Subscribe to this channel to be notified when a podcast is ready for you to enjoy. Good morning. We're going to sing, I Believe in Mount Calvary. I will exalt you, Lord, because you have lifted me up, and you have not allowed my enemies to triumph over me. Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you healed me. Lord, you brought me up from Sheol. You spared me from among those who go down to the pit. Sing to the Lord, you faithful ones, and praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last all night long but joy comes in the morning. 
When I was secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you showed your favor, you made me stand like a strong mountain. But when you hid your face, I was terrified. Lord, I called you. I sought favor from the Lord. What gain is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your truth? Lord, listen and be gracious to me. Lord, be my helper. And you turned my lament into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me in gladness so that I may sing to you and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. This psalm, Psalm 30, notes that weeping may last all night long, but joy comes in the morning. And it talks about the power of godly sleep. Particularly when in the midst of sorrow and anger and pain and suffering, this indeed is part of a broader narrative that we're going to talk about this week, a broader narrative that you can find throughout the Bible, a theology of sleep. And when I was trying to figure out what I was going to talk about for chapel, which is always a bit of a struggle when we have so many and so many people have different ideas of what chapel is about, I was talking about it to my secretary and she said in a kidding, not kidding way, you should talk about napping. And when I heard it, I thought that is a great idea because there are a few things I love more than taking a nap. <laughs> you see, there's just something right about sleep. I'm not just talking about a cat nap. You know those, those naps where you just like sleep for 15 minutes and you wake up more tired than you were when you went to bed? I'm talking about a real sleep, which sometimes even occurs in those really great naps where you wake up and you're not sure where you are, who you are, if you are. You don't know if it's the same day or you've turned into, what is it, Rumpelstiltskin or whatever. You've woken up 90 years later. Gondor now has a king. Aragorn has ascended his throne. Everything is right in the world. That kind of sleep. You see, sleep provides a new beginning. A new chance to make things right. Something that refreshes us and provides us with hope. Weeping may tarry all night long, but joy comes in the morning. And it is God who provides this sort of sleep when we are overwhelmed by sorrow, by pain, by suffering. And sleep can be a gift of God because it is what brings an end to that dark night of pain and reveals the light of a new day. You see, creating an end out of darkness... And providing light is the story of the Bible. In Genesis chapter 1, the earth was formless and void, but God spoke reality into existence by saying, let there be light. And there was light. There was nothing at night. But joy came in the morning. In Genesis chapter 22, God came to Abraham at night, telling him he must take his son, his only son, Isaac, whom he loved, and to go to the land of Moriah and sacrifice him there as a burnt offering. But Abraham arose, we read, early in the morning, filled with faith and the knowledge that God would even raise his son from the dead. Weeping may have lasted all night long, but joy came in the morning. After stealing his blessing and his birthright, Jacob fled his brother Esau at night, and he laid his head on a stone. But in Genesis chapter 28, God sent the terrified Jacob a dream of angels descending and ascending on a ladder, showing his faithfulness. And in the morning... 
Jacob took that stone and set up an altar for God, weeping last all night long, but joy come in the morning. Pharaoh had an awful dream at night, dreams of famine and drought of cows and corn, but in the morning he summoned his wise men and eventually Joseph. And from this, Joseph was taken out of the prison for which he was unfairly placed. And his weeping lasted all night long, but joy came in the morning. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, the Philistine Goliath had threatened Israel for 40 days and 40 nights, insulting them, cursing the God of heaven. And Goliath was enormous and horrible, and none was brave enough to face him. But we read that in the morning, the shepherd David went down to Saul's camp. And along with his sling and his stones, he would defeat the enemy champion. Israel may have wept all night long, but joy came in the morning. When King Hezekiah was surrounded by an enormous army of Assyrians, he went to the temple and he wept and he prayed all night long. And we read in Isaiah 37, 36, that an angel of the Lord went out and struck down the Assyrians. And when the people arose early in the morning, they were still there and they were still safe. Weeping may last all night long, but joy comes in the morning. And Jesus died on the cross as evening fell, and we see the disciples like sheep scattered when a shepherd is struck, run, terrified, weeping, mourning, lost, confused, and alone. And Peter, when he um, betrayed Jesus for that third time, we read he went out weeping bitterly, and as Jesus' body was placed in the dark in a rich man's tomb, when he descended below the earth, his sinless nature would not allow death to bind him. And on the third day, when the women went to the tomb early in the morning with spices to anoint his dead body, his dead body they did not find. But an angel who said, why do you seek the living with the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Weeping may have lasted all night long, but joy comes in the morning. You see, you don't have to know the Bible particularly well to know that these things are true. We learn as children, even in a world where we have electric lights and flashlights and nightlights and streetlights and headlights, that the night is scary. There is something wrong with it. God, after all, does banish its unending power by creating light. But as we grow up, we tend to grow out of our fear of the night. We remove our nightlights and make fun of those who keep them. But as we grow older still... As we experience loss and pain and sickness and sorrow, and yes, even the death of loved ones, we are reminded again of the terrors of night. We learn the feeling of weeping all night long until we have no tears left. And we know that if we're lucky, if we're blessed, we just might find sleep and the solace that that sleep can bring to our tired and weary bodies. It's with the disciples who waited three days that we recognize that sometimes a single night might not be long enough for the grip of darkness to break on us. But sleep then is odd. On the one hand, as we'll talk about the rest of this week, sleep, since it's done at night, can represent darkness and death, failure and succumbing to Satan's grasp. But on the other hand, sleep is that which brings us through the night and removes the sorrows that it brings. It's a bridge from darkness to light, a bridge that can allow us to pass through and pass over the things that Satan brings to us and return us to joy and to hope. 
refreshed and awakened. How then should we sleep? And how may we sleep in faith? That's what we're going to be talking about this week. But for now, if I was going to say one thing, I'd say this, that when you are tired and worn, when you are overwhelmed, and when you have done everything that you can, when you find yourself stressed and struggling or strung out, take a nap or go to sleep. Because weeping may tarry all night long, but joy may come in the morning. Let's pray. Lord, when I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Watch and guard me through the night and wake me with the morning light. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Daily Chapel from Florida College. Have a blessed day.